Hi there everybody, Ed asked me to chime in and let you know about me. My name is Dan and I am weird. But I don't see weird as a bad thing. Weird just means people marching to the beat of a different drum, not fitting into that hole that society wants to shove you into. On my show, The Power of Weird, I'm talking to people like me, the weirder the better. So when you're done listening to this great episode of the Dead America Podcast, come on over to thepowerofweird.com and start the descent into your weirdom. And remember, be the weird you want to see in the world. I'll see you next time on The Power of Weird. And what you're supposed to be doing in that life to fulfill your purpose is very simple. But God made it very simple for everyone so everyone could complete it. But they think they, they're going to use their ego to do something else. Oh, I need to be a basketball player to make $50 million. Yeah, it's okay for you to make $50 million. But what do you do with that $50 million is the lesson you're going to learn. Are you going to just use it all for yourself and you don't care about anybody else? Or actually you're going to use some of it to go out and help other people? Because that's what your purpose is. Your purpose is that you are here to help people just for the sake of helping, not because it's going to make you money. It's going to make you more important or more famous than anyone else. Because the only reason people are famous is because we make them famous. To overcome, you must educate. Educate not only yourself, but educate anyone seeking to learn. We are all dead America. We can all learn something. To learn, we must challenge what we already understand. The way we do that is through conversation. Sometimes we have conversations with others. However, some of the best conversations happen with ourselves. Reach out and challenge yourself. Let's dive in and learn something right now. Today we have Daniel Jackson with us, also known as Spirit Medium Daniel. He has a podcast, Beyond the Veil. Daniel, could you please introduce yourself and let people know a little bit about you, please? Sure. My name is Daniel Jackson. I live in uh, the great state of Delaware. I don't think it's that great, but, you know, it is what it is. Uh, (laughs) I'm what I've referred to myself as a spirit medium. I'm not psychic, although I I do get some psychic messages uh, beforehand, and usually that's right before I'm about to do a reading with someone. Uh, I get some information. Why? Because we're all connected to each other. Uh, I have seen spirit my entire life. I just didn't know why until they were basically testing me uh, to to see what I was going to do with this ability, if I was going to move forward with it or if I was just going to let it go. And uh, so they, it was a pretty unusual test. I saw everything imaginable you could think that was uh, scary. And uh, But, uh, again, it was up to me to decide what I was going to do with that, and I decided to move forward with it. Uh, and that didn't happen until right before my 50th birthday. So I had seen spirit my entire life. Uh, again, but I just didn't put two and two together, but now I have. I have figured it out. I figured out how it works for me because it works differently for every single person who has disability. I don't call it a gift because 
It's not something you're just given. Uh, this comes through with your soul every single time that you come back. Uh, and you're just you're just awakened different times in each one of your lives. So, uh, and I've been doing it now for almost five years. Uh, I'm I'm about to turn 55, and it, like I said, it started when I was 50. And uh, my thing with me is, uh, you know, I don't charge uh, a shitload of money uh, for the one reason that because I don't believe that I need to have six cars, seven houses, and ten boats. Uh, it's more important for me to give up the information to give some people a uh, peace of mind and clarity. Well, that's a good thing. Yeah. Um, let's start off with, on your blog, I guess, you have this, where do I come from? It tells True. people kind of, is this how you feel about where you come from or we all come from this? And could you explain a little bit about where do we come from, Daniel? Well, we don't come from here, that's for sure. Uh, this place right here, Earth, that we are living on, uh, this is a learning experience. You are here to learn lessons and fulfill a purpose. Uh, our actual, what we would call home, is what we call heaven. It's, but that's just a name for it that, that we've given it. And most people can't really understand what heaven is like. Uh, they They have a an idea what they would like to think it is, but it's 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 a hundred thousand times better than you can ever imagine it is. Because when you get there, we think we're just still going to be regular people, but you're not. Because in order to be there, you have to let go of all your pain, your anger, sorrow, grief, guilt, anguish, all that stuff that we learn here. Uh, but that's where you initially come from. We all come from the same place. We all we are all connected to the same family. We are all in the soul family. So when you do go back there, because everyone does, you will not just know the 200 people that you've met here your entire life here. You will know everybody, and I mean everybody. So maybe in your regular walk of life here, you're just walking around talking to your friends. But when you get back there, you're going to know everybody, like everyone from uh, Janis Joplin to Joan of Arc. You're going to know them all if they happen to be in heaven at that time when you get there because they may have not have fulfilled their purpose or learned all their lessons correctly, and uh, they had to come back. So, And we do over and over again. People do come back over and over and over again uh, because you're basically what you're doing is fulfilling your purpose, and you're, you're, you're punching your dance card. So you have to do it a, a, a certain amount of times in order to not have to come back again. So everyone that you're looking at out in the world, every person that you see walking around on the face of this earth, they have all been to heaven, and they all had to come back. So it's not just you. Interesting take. You know, so I wanted to start there because a lot of people – when you say spirit medium, they find it taboo instantly. Yeah. Uh, and that's due to part of our religious background. and Our religious background, our, our belief system. Sure, everybody has a different one, and everyone exactly. sees it differently. But uh, but I, I find a lot more people are not so much religious anymore, and they're going into the, uh, the way of being more spiritual. Right. That's... The seeking of a spiritual being instead of a religious being, I sure. find quite uh, important in one's journey. So I don't know if I 
really agree with coming back all the time. I don't have enough evidence on that. I'm not here to argue. I'm here to dive deep into this fascinating topic about spirits because spirits are very real. And you said it have you ever have you ever, had, have you ever had a deja vu? Oh yes. Yes it's a memory. Yes it's a memory. I, I, those are memories from previous life that you've had. You may not have been just in that house, but you may have been in that space before. So when anybody says, oh, it's a deja vu, it's not deja vu. It's actually a memory. That's your proof right there. Well, yeah, that's an interesting take for sure. Yes. Yeah. Because I you've, have you've, you've actually been here that. 27 times as well. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> the part about spirits, you say you have been – interacting with them or kind of seeing them since you were a child. Yeah. How early is your earliest memory of this? Uh, from the time I was around three or four years old. But my whole family at that point was seeing them. We lived, I lived in a town in New Jersey, and in that town was a battlefield. It was right on the Delaware River. So a lot of the homes in that area, uh, from talking to neighbors and friends at that time, uh, they were all experiencing things. Uh, so everyone was seeing that. So I, I know it was real um, to the point where, like, I even had a friend over my house one time. And he was he came over because he wanted to experience something. And it, and people always feel that, that way, that they want to experience something until it actually does happen to them. And then yeah. it freaks them out. Yeah. Scared the crap out of him when we were sitting there talking, and my and the and the stereo system on our house just turned on. I've had that experience. You know, yeah. my my wife and I we lived in Port Townsend, uh, that's in Washington, in the Puget Sound area, and I was maintenance for a big old castle. It's called Manresa Castle, and we had a lot of paranormal experiences, not only in the castle, but around that whole area. Do you know why? The reason that happens is because no matter where you go, no matter what you do, when you wake up in the morning and you and you should shower and shave and you get your you do your daily routine and you have some breakfast and you go to work and you do your job, if you do your job, because not everybody does, and then you you come home from work and you have some dinner, and you watch some TV with your wife, and then you go to bed, and you do it all over again, no matter where you go, no matter what you're doing, spirit is around you 24-7. They're always watching you. You don't have to be in a specific place because spirit is everywhere. Because where they are, there is no time and space. They just are. So you don't have to go find them in a specific building or anything. They're in your house right now. Sometimes they just come through and they go they go through out of your house and go somewhere else. They don't walk through walls because they don't see walls. They just they just are. There's no space and time there. So yeah, they're just everywhere. But some some they're not. It's not that they're unsettled spirits. These are the ones that are around that uh, have not crossed over into the light and have remained here as an earthbound spirit. So, uh, but yeah, sometimes they and because where they are, they have decided to uh, to stay here. That means they still held on to their pain, anger, sorrow, grief, guilt, all that stuff. Because in order to cross over into the light, you have to let go of those feelings. And they are just feelings. These are feelings that you learn how to have because the world taught you to have them. And uh, But, yeah, they're just around. Some spirit want to be seen and some spirit don't want to be seen. So the ones that you're coming in contact just want to be seen because they're bored yeah. or they're lonely. 
Yeah, I, I guess what I should have actually said is that was one of the hot spots that I yeah. have Oh, there's hot spots. Yeah, I agree with that. There yeah. are hot spots. But some places are hotter than others. But, yeah, they just decide they want to be seen. But because in that realm that they are in uh, uh, and choosing to not go into the light, uh, they have – there's basically no rules in that realm. So that's why if they want to come through into this realm, because they can, because they are pure energy at that point, and they want to antagonize the crap out of you, they will because they're allowed to. Spirits who cross over into the light don't do that because they don't think in the same way anymore because because people here who are living will can antagonize the crap out of you because they choose to. Well, those spirits then can do that as well because they choose to. But the ones, but when you let go of all those feelings of wanting to antagonize anyone and you cross over into the light, you're not going to do that. Well, you know, I, I started having these experiences early in my life. You know, it, it was between the age of five and ten. Right, because you, were, because you were new to the world. You were back. You came from heaven. You came back into the world again, and you were clean and clear of all the negativity that you uh, – that you had your previous lifetime because you had to, in order to cross into heaven, you had to let all that go. So you did. And then when you had to come back again, because you didn't fulfill your purpose, you were clear of all that. And most children who are, are in that age, they, they see everything that I do. They see all that stuff and they have these encounters. But what happens is when you get taught the ways of the world, a lot of that gets suppressed and then it goes away because we allowed the world to teach us a bunch of bullcrap but they, that we don't really need, which clouds our minds, our memories, everything, and keeps us away from actually having these abilities. But we're all born with abilities, but some for, for some people it just goes away. I had those experiences where I saw things as a boy, and my brother witnessed them with me, but we didn't talk about it for years. Why and would you? <laughs> exactly. It's it's taboo, you know, and we we just stayed away from that stuff, and I brought it up. Uh, so you're continuing back. to have these experiences, aren't you? Well, yeah, I, I can kind of experience things that other people don't for some reason, and... Uh, I'm not in tune with it, but I'm right. Old. So and and I'm really, you know, shy of it because of my upbringing and my understanding sure. of God and religion. And sure. So I'm I'm pretty cautious about what I say, what I do, how I express. I don't normally talk about these past experiences, but it's pretty important people understand that we do walk with spirits i've had yeah. them touch me i've had them yeah. save me you yeah. know and and uh I've, I've felt that you know coming off of a motorbike at 70 miles an hour and feel those hands grab you and lightly set you down and yeah. that motorcycle rolling over my head and all I got out of that was a sprained ankle. <laughs> you know, you know yeah, that's, that's you're not supposed to you're not supposed to be dead yet. That's why. Yeah, of course. I I figured yeah. that part out, you know. And I'm I'm perfectly fine with death when it comes because absolutely. I do know there's something else. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And there's nothing to be afraid of as, as well with that either. When it's of your course. time to go, it just is. When it's not your time, it's not. 
That's all. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I've had so many of those experiences where I should have been gone, you know. And well, if you should have been gone, you would have, but you weren't. Exactly. So, yeah. 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 In the physical realm, you would think, yeah. wow, how the hell did he survive that? Yeah. So, uh, but I'm here, and that's yeah. why we're talking about this is because certain people have experiences and we're not ashamed or afraid to express that we've had them. That's right. We shouldn't be. So that's why it fascinates me. I've never talked to somebody that says they're a spirit medium. And, you know, I've, I've really shied away from that because I've, I've sort of seen things uh, take different forms and, you know, when you see something like that, it's like, well, if I'm not sure of it, why mess with it? <laughs> so. uh, I could I could I could explain those things like so. Uh, so when I see negative energies, because I see all energies, I I don't see just uh, people. I see everything. I see dogs, cats, horses, cows, fish, giraffes, alligators, everything in spirit. I see it all. Uh, I also see other beings from other places as well, because we're not the only people, not not the only planet that has people on it. Uh, so. Uh, but when you do see these negative ones, uh, because just like positive energies, positive energies can can help to, to influence us to make decisions throughout our lives. Well, negative ones can do the same as well. But it's up to us, like the same thing with positive ones, to use our thinking minds to, if we're going to follow through with what they're telling us to do. So everything you do is a choice. Someone someone living can give you advice on something, but it's up to you to use your free will to decide if you're actually going to follow through with what they told you to do. And that's right. in the living and the ones who are gone. So and the ones who are gone, these negative ones are going to talk to you. But when they when they take these forms of other things, the reason they are able to do that is because just like positive spirit, they can read your mind. And if you're thinking about a devil or a demon then they can make themselves turn in to look like that. So to do one thing, to scare the crap out of you. Because what they're doing is they are inducing fear on you because they need fear. They need negative energy in order to survive in the, in the realm that they are. So they will find people who they, who they feel as though they can possibly influence, and then they will do these things to induce this fear, which is causes negative energy, which they feed off of. Yes, I believe that, Daniel, because uh, that's that's kind of interesting you say that because my wife and I have experienced those where, you know, you've got to understand that you're here for a purpose yeah. and you're not going to be gone until it's your time to be gone. Right. Absolutely. So, when it's your time to go, it just is. Yeah. Two rules in this world we need to follow. As long as you follow them and you comprehend them, you appreciate your life a little bit better. And rule number one is people die every day. And rule number two is you can't change rule number one. That's right. <laughs> when it's your time to go, it just is. But if you're still here, it's because you're meant to be here. And when you're not meant to be here anymore, you won't be. I, I really believe that. You know, and some of us, we see burdens when we should see gifts. Right. Well, I just interviewed I Terry Talker. He has terminal cancer, and the way the man sees life is just fascinating. Sure. So, 
But he, I, he gets I enjoy it. that. Yeah, that's a that's a positive energy, and you know, when we can learn to display that more in our life, yes, it, it kind of surrounds us more. Yeah, yeah. The more positive energy you put out, the more you're going to get back. But let, just like with the negative energy too, I, I, there's a term that I use all the time that says, uh, uh, "We create our own storms, but then we cry when it rains all the time." Why is it raining on us all the time? Well, if you're putting negative energy out, you're going to get it right back. But if you're putting positive energy out, you're going to get that back as well. Yeah, you say that, you know, and I watched one of your videos where you speak about when you see certain things, you see colors. You know, does that involve that negative and positive energy where you see a color for negative people you see yeah. a color for positive people. Yeah, when I, when I see a negative person, or if I even see a, a person who's living and I see negative energy around them, I see it around them. It's red. So what what's your take on alien beings? Uh, do you feel that they are fleshly beings like us, or do you Some feel them. they are like what they call fallen angels? Um, fallen angels? No. <laughs> no such thing as a fallen angel. Uh, 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 Lucifer is not the devil. There is no devil. Uh, the only the only reason there are people in this world who want you to believe there are, there is a devil are those who want to have control and power over you. Because in order to have control and power over you, they have to be able to have a way to punish you. So in order to punish you, they have to tell you that you're going to go to this horrible place, that you're going to burn for the eternity, and you're going to uh, you're going to be tortured all the time. And in order, to, the reason why they tell you that is because if they have if they brainwash you with that into your mind, then you're going to do exactly what they want you to do the way they want you to do it. And because uh, what religion does is tell you how to live your life the way they want you to live it, and give them ten percent because they don't want to go out and get a real job. That's why they tell you that. And that's kind of a good reason to study everything you take in. Yep. Uh, the the church has this history of being not holier than thou. No, and, they are not holy. They're all about power and control. Right. And I don't want to knock anybody in their religion, but... No, but, well, they don't, you don't have to worry about knocking them in a religion because all religion is fake. Because it was all created by people, it's what I call God Club. It's a, it's a it's a club of people who are all like-minded, and they always want to get new members in. So they tell you their bullcrap to get new members, and they 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 convince us convince us of this stuff. They brainwash you with us. Uh, I mean, if it was, if the religion was the truth, how come there's so many? How come there's so many different Bibles? Well, that's a good point, you know. And those Bibles were all created by, yeah, those Bibles were all created by the people who are in power, kings and queens and all that mess. Yeah, and yeah. and it's a good point because it all boils down to what you stated. There's good energy and there's bad energy, so yeah. negative and positive. Yeah, like like in the like in the Bible, I, I love this one thing that I always I always ask these religious people, and they can never answer me. Ever. They never answer me with a clear answer because I catch them on it. And the, and, and the lie that I catch them in is they always talk about the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. I'm okay with the Father and the Son because, yes, that's real. But the Holy Ghost, no. And the reason why I say that is because who's talking to them? 
Because in, I think on page six or seven of the Bible, it says, don't talk to mediums because any, anyone who's able to talk to spirit, they're actually talking to demons and devils, and they are necromancers, and they're usually thieves or something like that. And then I say, yeah, okay, that's fine. But if if I'm not allowed to talk to spirit and you're not allowed to talk to spirit, but it says in the Bible that you talk to the Holy Ghost. So who is talking to the Holy Ghost? Because apparently somebody who's whoever's talking to him is also a medium. Correct? And they go, uh, 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 yeah. And if your Bible says don't talk to mediums, but you're contradicting yourself by saying someone is actually talking to the spirit, who is it? Is there somebody who's actually special? I've never heard that argument, and that is kind of a unique way to put that. Somebody's talking to that Holy Ghost, and who is it? And if, if somebody is actually talking to him, you're not supposed to be talking to him. Well, you know, I've questioned that about, you know, speaking with angels and spirits because it says don't communicate with them. But yet, right. You they don't want you to do that. You know why they don't want you to do that? Because they don't want you to know the truth because they're actually here to try to help us. But again, in the, in the Bible's version of everything, uh, uh, angels look like men with wings and they have shields and they have uh, – they have uh, swords because they want you to believe that they're fighting some big giant war in heaven. They're not. Well, because angels angels don't look like men with wings. I see them every day. They don't even look, most of them don't even look like men because they're right. not people. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Angels take many forms. That's for sure. And and they you can actually find descriptions of some of these angels. Want me to so, tell you what they look like? Go ahead. So uh, Archangel Michael looks like a moose. I see him every day because my spirit guides that I have are with me are archangels. I have them with me all the time because my uh, my main gift is I cross spirit over into the light because they're coming to me. Uh, so uh, I see him every day. I see all of my archangels. Uh, he looks like a moose. His head is a little bit wider, uh, a little bit wider across. He doesn't have any antlers, but it's a little bit wider across. But his eyes are in the front of his head. Uh, and then they almost look like wolf eyes. They're pretty cool looking, but his head looks like a moose. And then his body looks like a moose because he has these, like, floppy-type ears. Uh, he does not have a, uh, he does not have a, a shield or a, uh, or a sword because they're in spirit. Why would they need a shield and a sword? They don't have bodies. Okay, so then you also have uh, uh, Uriel, um, Gabriel, uh, Raphael, uh, Ezekiel. Uh, that's just their names that we give them. Uh, that's not their actual names. You can't pronounce their actual name because uh, we just can't. Uh, so these are the names that we give them that they associate with us, and they understand all that because, you know, we're, we're humans. Uh, they actually look like a prey mantis. Every one of them looks like a prey mantis. I see them every night. Around me, above me, they look like these big ten-foot prey mantises that are actually standing around me. They're very—they're much larger than that because we are minute uh, in size to them. But uh, they look like prey mantis. I see their big bug eyes. I see their arms coming down and their legs and all that stuff. It looks like it's a prey mantis. I've even actually asked them: Are they related to prey mantises here? They're just a more—they were a more evolved version of that. but yeah, that, that's what they look like. Some of the other ones I see look sort of human, but they aren't. They aren't human. They just look a little humanoid as well. But I do have one. Her name is Helen, and uh, she was actually a human. Uh, she just lived here a long time ago, back in the Egyptian times. But uh, 
And no one just goes to heaven and dies and, and becomes an, 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 an archangel. Uh, and there's a difference as well, too. You have the, there's a hierarchy. You have God, archangels, what archangels call lesser angels because they have lesser responsibility. These are the other ones we just kind of see around. They, they kind of look like people. Uh, and then you have spirit guides, spirit, uh, uh, which is general spirit, then us, and then lower negative energy spirits. Uh, but not everybody who doesn't cross over is a negative energy. They just realize that they may have to come back over and over again, and they don't want to do that, so they kind of remain here. Uh, but, uh, but, yeah, most of the ones that I see, they don't look human because they're not, because they have – they don't need bodies, you know. So again, why would they need a shield and a and a, uh, a sword to fight something when they don't have a body that can't be killed? So, so how did they contact you, or did you contact them? How did that process work? Um, there, we have them. Uh, spirit is all around us all the time. So same thing. Uh, they, they, it was all a uh, more or less a test. My my. It was, I've seen spirit my entire life. I've seen them in different, many forms, shadows and, and these big cloud things and all kinds of stuff, uh, light orbs, all that stuff. Uh, but uh, right before my 50th birthday, uh, my wife went away on vacation to see her daughter. And like I said, then I saw everything that you can imagine was scary. I was seeing stuff like green and red mist pouring out of the walls. I saw skulls tumbling and pouring out of the walls with red eyes and fangs. I saw these seven-foot skeletons walking around the house, uh, these clouds coming out of the wall. That was One was blue, one was red, green, yellow, orange, uh, and it came out gray. Then it came out gray with black stripes, red with black stripes, blue with black stripes, all these different forms. Um, and I was seeing all that stuff. I even saw what they call the hat man one time. Uh, well, but I see him on a regular basis now, and he's not here for the reason that people think he is. People make up a lot of rumors, and TV and, and movies ruin everything for the world. Uh, the hat man is not even actually in spirit. The hat man is actually coming through from another dimension. And the reason he comes here uh, is to observe us because in his dimension, people there don't have the ability to see and speak to spirit. And they want to know why we can. So they send him through to observe us. That's why he's here. I see him on a regular basis. He talks to me. He tells me, he goes, I'm not here to harm you. He says, I'm just here to watch you because we, we're trying to figure out how you're able to do what you do. And I keep telling him, you can't figure it out because it comes through with your soul. You either have it or you don't. And that's it. But he says, you know, where, where he's at, they pay him to come through into this realm to, to, uh, to observe this. So that's why he's here. But uh, after the uh, testing of all that uh, stuff, they wanted to see if I was going to move forward with this gift. And then when I decided to do that, a lot of the scary stuff went away. And then I started seeing just everything else, like faces of, of uh, people and animals. And now I see full bodies and all that stuff. But uh, in the very beginning, I was just seeing these glowing lights around me. And uh, that's who the archangels were. And now it's gotten to the point where it just progresses more and more all the time with my, with my ability. And uh, now I'm able to actually see them for what they are. But I know what they are. I know what they do for us. I know what they do for everyone else. Uh, we have such fear in our hearts because uh, because everyone has placed this fear in our hearts that we should be afraid of these things. Uh, but just because because they come from somewhere else and they look different than us, as we as we know in this world, if, they, if someone looks different to you and they come from somewhere else, you you feel as though you're supposed to be afraid of them. 
And we're supposed to see them as being monsters because if you saw a 10-foot uh, uh, prey mantis standing next to you, you would think it's a monster. But that's what we are taught to think. But they aren't. It's like anybody else in this world. No, no one, there's no monsters in this world. We're all just different, just like they are. They're just different from us. But what are they? So they are what we would call aliens. They're just alien from us. They look different. But then again, we have aliens here, too. They're from Mexico. We call them illegal aliens. That's all. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. so now you mentioned a couple times that you chose to accept this. Yeah. So does that mean that this was like a uh, virtue or was this a mission? What what? Uh, it's part of you. It's it's you're accepting to to move forward with it. You're you're taking it's either taking that red pill and blue pill. You take one pill and you live blindly through the rest of your life, accepting the world as it is, or you take the other pill and you wake up to realize the world really isn't what it is. But you're and you're you're using these abilities for what they're actually intended for, which is good, which is to help other people. But you have to learn to accept that because some people don't want that. Because when you're accepting this, you're also accepting the fact that your life is about to change. Because all the people that you thought you had in your life who were who were your friends, when they find out that you can do this, you find out very quickly that most of them aren't your friends because what they don't understand, they are afraid of, and they will push against you with this. So you have to learn. You have to ask yourself, am I going to be okay with this? It's more or less in the same type of manner as if you were if you were someone who was gay and you were coming out of the closet. You're letting everybody else know that you are okay with this. It's up to everybody else to decide if they are. That's right. That's kind of the sheep herd mentality where yes, you've, you've we've got been taught that. from that. Sure, we've, so, we've been taught that, sure. Right. And, and each of us, we have to take our own responsibility to, yeah. hey, you – have to accept some things you just don't know, and you've got right. to explore to find these things out. And yeah, because in, in all actuality, we are all walking into the unknown because you know, we can plan cool. your day. You can plan what your day is going to be, yeah. but you never know. You, you might get into a car one day, and you think you're going to the mall, and then you end up in a car accident, and you're in a hospital. That's right. You, you just never know. You that. just never know. Unless you're somebody like like me who asks questions all the time. So uh, I know I'm not going to be in any more car accidents because I've asked them and they said no. Let's take a journey down what space and time is to you, and do they collide with each other? Uh, only different... here. Only space and time here because uh, we're the only ones who live in space and time. They don't. There's no space and time there. When you get there, you just are. You don't, so, you don't, is space, so is space and time different from uh, dimensions? Uh, yes, because, the, because there, uh, again, the, a dimension is just another place of, of being. That's all it is. But it's in the same realm. No, you're in a different realm at that point. Because people people talk about this all the time that they say, oh, I wish, uh, you know, maybe if I raise my vibration, I can go live in the, uh, the fifth dimension. No, you cannot, because your body is not meant to live there. It's not it's not meant to be able to take it. You can't. Yeah, that's an interesting point there, you know, because everything here and around us is a vibration, a resonance. Right. So right, and and your and your body is built to be able to handle 
this vibration, this resonance here, not somewhere else. And no one else can. You can't you can't actually go and live in a – although they look just like us and they are living in their realm, in, in their, in their, uh, their space, their world, it looks just like our world, but we're just not meant to be there because we're not. We're here. Why do we seek to stay here? Uh, as far as why do we want to stay young and vibrant and not journey off to the next place? Because we've been taught that. That's why. Okay. Because they, they teach us, the world teaches us these things in this world so that you'll remain doing that here, which for as we know, is all about power control and the biggest one of all, greed. Yes. Well, because, that's what this world is. Yeah, because they, and they keep us in that world by putting this narrative out so that we will continuously believe that and go out and spend all of our money. And then if you go bankrupt, don't worry, the world will take care of you because they'll, they'll find some way to get you out of bankrupt. And, and then when you're finally out of bankruptcy again, they'll give you another credit card because so you can go back into bankruptcy. They don't care about anything except for you going out there and spending all your money so they can make all your money. That's all they care about. As long as they have you believing that, you'll do it. Yeah, what, why are we here and what is the purpose of all of this? Uh, you are here to learn lessons, but you are here to learn physical lessons. You are a soul. You do not have a soul. You are a soul. What you do have is a body. You have this meat suit in order for that soul to learn physical lessons and to fulfill your physical purpose. But you keep coming back over and over and over again because you haven't punched that dance card enough times to allow yourself to not have to come back. And every, and what you're actually doing is you're, you have to fulfill your purpose. But your purpose is, is not becoming a teacher or a lawyer or a doctor, although you may fulfill your purpose while doing those things. But you're either going to fulfill your purpose in your life or you're not. It's not about what you do. It's about what you're doing in that life. And what you're supposed to be doing in that life to fulfill your purpose is very simple. God made it very simple for everyone so everyone could complete it. But they think they, they're going to use their ego to do something else. Oh, I need to be a basketball player to make $50 million. Yeah, it's okay for you to make $50 million. But what do you do with that $50 million is the lesson you're going to learn. Are you going to just use it all for yourself and you don't care about anybody else? Or actually you're going to use some of it to go out and help other people? Because that's what your purpose is. Your purpose is that you are here to help people but just for the sake of helping, not because it's going to make you money. It's going to make you more important or more famous than anyone else because the only reason people are famous is because we make them famous. That's why. But so no one is no one is better than anyone else. We all came from the same place, and we can all go back to that same place if you choose to. But if you don't want to go there, you'll just remain here as an earthbound spirit and hang out with all the millions of other miserable people that are hanging out. So uh, – so you're here to learn lessons, but you're here to fulfill that purpose. And you go out. It's going to be a physical purpose. Someone's going to come up to you, and they're and they're going to say, uh, "Hey, Ed, I'm lost. Can you help me? Can you help me find my way?" But it's up to you to use your free will to decide whether or not you're going to do that. And some people don't want to do that because they think this life is all about them. But it's not. But they choose that. So what happens is that puts them in the alternative path, and they still live a life, but they all live the alternative one because. What will happen after the alternative path? They will go home and they will realize that they are told that they have to come back again. 
because they lived their life so selfishly. Well, let's talk about that reincarnation period there. Yeah, then. absolutely. Uh, you're on, you're now, on number 27. <laughs> now, now uh, Buddha, he, he <laughs> says that you kind of take that same sort of journey, but yet you go through these phases where you experience the different life forms. And what what what's your take on that? Uh, you would you would the only life form that you're actually taking on is one where you are in a body and the other one where you are not. And then but that body is always good is is so you're here to learn lessons. But that doesn't mean you every time you come back you're gonna come back as a man. Sometimes you come back as a woman. Uh but the one misconception is that the you hear people say, when I come back next time, I'm coming back as a shark, or I'm going to come back as an eagle. No, that doesn't happen. Your soul is meant to be what it is, which is the human. You're, uh, dogs come back as dogs. Cats come back as cats. Giraffes come back as giraffes. That's all. You either come back in the body of a woman or a man, because there is only two genders. All that other bullshit, that's just somebody using their free will to decide that they want to be something different because they feel they have to be something different from somebody else when they're not. There's, you have one or the other. And then when you come into this body, you are here to learn lessons in that body. But sometimes you come in as a woman because you're meant to learn lessons as a woman, and sometimes you're supposed to learn lessons as a man. It just depends on which body you actually choose because the, the way that you come into this world is your choice. As a soul, you realize you have to go back again, so the lessons that you learned last time weren't hard enough because you had to go back again. Choose the body you're actually coming into next, and you understand the lessons it's going to have to learn because it's going to be more of a challenge, and you understand that. And then, and then the understanding of that is if I can do that and fulfill my purpose at the same time and get it done this last time, then I won't ever have to come back again. Okay, so now you say we transition back and forth. Yeah. Is there a length of time that we are supposed to spend in each of these realms and what do we do in the other realm when we wait to come back here when you're there waiting for here um you it's for them you know you have family right there now who has passed passed away and crossed over there they're waiting for you to show up for the next time and to them they think you're going to walk through that door in about two or three days but two or three days to them for, that's two or three days. For us, it's like 20 or 30 years. But you're also not meant to remember what your lifetime was in, in heaven as well, because you, more or less, if you were there for eight eight days, uh, you're not going to Do you remember eight days consecutively when you were like three years old? No. Right. Because you're not meant to. Because if you could, you, you wouldn't be able to function knowing what you were what you were doing every single day of your life when you were three years old, as well as you're not supposed to remember what it was like to be in heavens as well, because if you did, you wouldn't be able to function here as a, as a, as a person. Because in heaven, there is no pain, anger, sorrow, grief, guilt, anguish, none of that stuff. But you have that here in order to learn these physical lessons. It's just you deciding whether or not you're going to put up with it. That's all. But, uh, but the, so but the, uh, if you, when you pass away, if you pass away over the age of 30 years old and you have to come back again, whatever age that you pass away at, say if you had died at 80 years old, the next time you would come back would be a minimum of not till 80 years later. So 
So it's a total of 160 years at that point if you died at 80. But if, say, if you died at 31 or 32 or something like that, still, you're not going to come back for another 80 years. And the reason being is so that way you won't be recognizable to anybody else. Through this chain of recycling, do you keep the same bloodline? You will yes. have the same family, mother, yes. father? Oh, well, we all come from the same family anyway because we all come from the soul family. Yes. That's just a little bit different. But each time you come back here, you come back into the same family circle every single time. So don't bother with the 23andMe or the Ancestry.com because the person that you're looking up on Ancestry.com that comes from Italy that looks similarly like you was you. Interesting. That's, <laughs> that's something else. So all you're doing at that point you is just went giving, on and looked me up. <laughs> yeah, you're just giving somebody money to find up a record about you because you've been here so many times you don't just come from uh, from Italy or from Spain or from China or from Africa. You come here from all over the world. We are all humans. We come from Earth because we all live on the same planet. No one is going anywhere anytime soon, so we better start to get along with each other before we annihilate each other because that's where we're headed. Okay, so now I hear some people talking about uh, being in different dimensions at the same time. Can't do it. What is your take on that? You can't do it. Your, your body can't handle that. Your body's not meant to do that. And you can astral project, but you're not going to astral project yourself into another dimension because you're not meant to be there. Because you're when you're astral projecting, your body, your your soul is still is still tethered to your body in the same way that it is tethered to your body when you're dreaming. Because when you're dreaming, your soul actually rises up out of your body. That's why you're having these dreams without any type of judgment whatsoever. Because in, in heaven, there's no judgment. You're either meant to be you're meant to be here or there. That's it. But you're not meant to be in another dimension, nor do you ever go to another dimension. And anyone who tells you they're going to another dimension is lying to you because they want you to believe that they are more special than you are. Well, that, that's a unique look on it, too. You know, everybody wants to try to project themselves above somebody else. They can't even figure out their own damn lives here, but they want to go to another dimension. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, th this is a fascinating topic, Daniel. Uh, our time is running short. Do you want our listeners to know anything, or do you want to instill anything solid into them? Yes, and the thing that I want them to know is don't go out and judge anyone because when you're judging someone, before you look at them and judge them, think to yourself, take a self-inventory of yourself and realize all the crap that you have going on in your life and then look at that person and realize they probably have a bunch of crap that they're going through in their lives and then after that, bite your tongue and walk away because no one has the right to judge anyone. That's good, solid advice, Daniel. I like that. Yeah. That's that I wish we could spread that everywhere. My other solid advice is be good and don't do any stupid shit. Yeah, I wish we could adhere to that. <laughs> right? You know, life throws a lot of corks our way, that's for sure. Yeah, and... no, but it's up to you to make a choice. And you're, you're going to make all these choices. Here's the choices you're going to make. Ready? There's two of them. That's it. You're only making two choices for your entire life about two yeah. things that work for your entire life because there's no right and wrong. There's no epic failures. There's no mistakes. There's only two things in this world. What works for you 
and what doesn't work for you. And if it doesn't work for you, quit doing it. If you walk through a door and there's a nail on the floor, you may trip over that nail once, but you may go get a hammer and bang that nail in and then continue to walk through that door freely. Or you may continue to trip over that nail four or five times. Well, there are some people in this world who continue to trip over that nail. Don't. Do the thing that does work for you and fix it and then move through your life freely and easy. And people can't do that. They want to continue to not learn lessons correctly. How do I know that? I worked in prison for six years. I was around inmates. You know what they haven't figured out how to do? How to stop being horrible criminals. Yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. We could all make better choices for ourselves, but we don't learn from them enough. So learn to make better choices. Stop doing dumb stuff and try to live your life the best way that you can. That's very good. Right while there. helping other people. Yes. So how, tell people about your services and how to get a hold of you. Uh, if they would like to get a, a reading with me uh, or they just need some spiritual advice, uh, they can find me at www.spiritmediumdaniel.com or they can find me on Facebook as Spirit Medium Daniel or on YouTube as Spirit Medium Daniel. Uh, if they want to watch my podcast, I have two of them now. Uh, one is Beyond the Veil with Daniel Jackson, me, and that's www.beyond-the-veil.com. And or my new one, I have a co-host, and it's called Dead End Stories, meaning dead isn't the end. And people come on there and they can ask questions and they call. you can call in or you can just make comments and tell me about your story uh, of the spiritual uh, uh, experiences that you have and I will decipher them for you and then also answer. I, I, I say what I do on there is I answer all the unanswered questions about spirit. You're a very interesting man, Daniel. Thank and, you. I appreciate that. <laughs> I, I'm glad that I had you on the podcast. I just want to close with people. We need to get along. You don't have to agree, but it's a good idea to listen to people and understand them. No matter your take on the issue, if you don't listen to somebody, you'll never know what they actually have to say. Absolutely. Uh, I'm always open to good conversation, and this definitely was a good conversation. Thank you. We can we can podcast. agree to this. We can agree to sometimes disagree. Amen. And then and move forward. <laughs> that's right. Thanks for being here with us, Daniel. Thank you. I appreciate you having me on. Thank you for joining us today. If you found this podcast enlightening, entertaining, educational in any way, please share, like, subscribe, and join us right back here next week for another great episode of Dead America Podcast. I'm Ed Waters, your host. Enjoy your afternoon, wherever you may be.